Yo, so not the football we usually talk about on this show, but this past weekend in the NFL was potentially, actually not really potentially. No, not potentially. It was the best divisional round weekend I've ever seen in my entire life. Granted, I'm only 23 years old, but... Oh, but everyone I've spoken to has said that, so I don't know... Like, like, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what. It it was one of the best weekends of American football that has ever happened. Like, the weekend kicks off with a four seed upsetting a one seed. In a spectacular fashion, by the way. And then a six seed upsetting a one seed, also in a spectacular fashion. Oh, oh, don't, don't even start with that. And also what he said afterwards, but... Yeah. yeah. And then the next day, another walk-off field goal in a fantastic game where Tom Brady got Tom Bradyed by Matthew Stafford, and I love to see it. Yeah, I was not expecting that. And then, I'm not even kidding here, that Rams-Chiefs game was probably the best American football game I've ever seen in my life. Not Rams-Chiefs. They're not Rams-Chiefs. Bills-Chiefs, sorry, sorry. Bills-Chiefs. I was thinking I don't know about, about the, the overtime rule after that, but yeah, that I'm, was just because I, I wanted the Bills to win. If I well, wanted the Chiefs to win, I would be fine with it. Nah, I still wouldn't be fine with it. Both teams need to touch the ball in overtime. I agree with you there. Unless, but... unless it's a safety. Unless it's a safety. But Okay, that's a fair point. Well, I mean, it's an obvious point, I feel like, because you get the point. Yeah, because you ball. get the ball back. Yeah. So, like, but all in all... This weekend was fantastic in the NFL. Yeah, but let's Bengals not Rams. Forget. Oh yeah, I want the Bengals all the way. Bengals Rams. Bengals. No, I'm just saying Bengals Rams Super Bowl. But I would love the Bengals to win. Just Bengals. All right. Joe I Burrow. Don't. I just want to see Joe Burrow sitting in the locker room smoking another cigar like he did after LSE won. I just want to see Harry Kane hit. A 90 trillion yard field goal. What? Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. Carl, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. This is weird. We actually haven't talked in like a few days. So, like, Finger guns, by the way, you stupid bitch. That was unnecessarily aggressive. Yeah, I, I just had to make it make it known that um, finger guns to Brian, because he's always like, are you really doing them? Are you really doing them? Well, I've had enough of it, and I do them every week. Uh, get used to it. We haven't done video in over a month. No one actually knows. No one knows, but guess I what? I could be saying that I'm recording on my head time. right now while standing up against the wall doing a headstand. No one knows. Do I just have to, like, record myself every time I record this episode with me just doing finger guns for the entire time? Post it to the Instagram. All right, sure. It'll it'll be like an hour of me doing finger guns. Oh, God. Oh, God. We we had an interesting week in the Prem. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. You know, Carl Carl's a little happy because United somehow won two matches this week. Yeah, I'm uh, optimistic. Um, yeah. 
So in the lead up to this show, we were talking about the games that we were supposed to talk about, you know, and we left this one out of our conversation. And I'm just looking at the results now, and I don't know how we didn't mention this in our planning. Do you know what game I'm going for right now? No. Lester pulled a Spurs against Spurs. Could you imagine showing your child one day a scoreline that says 2-1 Lester in the 94th minute and then telling your Mm -hmm. child that Lester lost that game? Um... Steven Bergwine scored in the 90 plus 5 and the 90 plus 7. Yeah, also, like, that Rashford goal. Shut up. We're talking We're talking about the... That we're talking. Late. We're talking... Okay, yeah, but it's not two goals <laughs> in the 90 plus 5 and the 90 plus 7, Carl. I, I know. There's not even comparing that. Like, what Bergwine did was amazing. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I... Full disclosure, fell asleep on the couch because I was up really late the night before while this game was on, and I woke up to my mom screaming. <laughs> and, like, I I still can't believe it because if there's any team in the Premier League that you would expect to blow a game like that, it's Spurs. Oh, trust and, me. Yeah. And Spurs did that to another side. Like, what? Spurs not blowing a lead is monumental. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if after freaking Bergwijn scored 90 plus 7, Leicester scored an equalizer. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, a 90 plus 5 and a 90 plus 7. And I heard some shouts that people said on one of the goals, Bergwijn shoved somebody over. There's VAR for a reason. VAR didn't see anything. You don't need to be a salty bitch. Give the guy his credit. But I just can't believe that happened. Like, really can't believe that happened. Yeah, honestly, I I I wouldn't say it's better than Lewandowski, but the timing of it makes it a little more important to the actual team's success and everything. So I like, thought it was like I don't for the side. Are you talking about the 5 and 9? Yeah, cuz like That's fair. Lewandowski's is like a better personal accomplishment. I mean, 5 fact, goals in 9 minutes is better than 2 goals in 2 Exactly. Minutes. Exactly. Like don't get me wrong, it it is a lot better, but, but what what Bergwijn's goals meant, yes, especially when yeah. like Spurs are still trying to fight for a European exactly. place. Exactly. Like, exactly. that's huge, and that's really important. So I understand where you're coming from with that. I'm not going to lie. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. And that's coming from me. Like, I'm fucking Lomagolski all the way. Like, out of my face with anything else. Like, definitely deserved the Ballon d'Or, but... He whatever. won the FIFA Best Award, and I've already I said know. I think that one carries more merit at this point. Yep, I agree. When, when players and coaches vote, and it's not just reporters, more merit. So... I just need to note for all of our listeners at home, I'm getting my ass whooped. Not whooped, but whooped with an emphasis on the H in predictions. Yeah. But I picked Norwich over Watford. (laughs) 
Yeah, the crackhead. Um, literally last week, we I I I kept on saying I I can't call him a crackhead because he got it right and I got it wrong. But um, it I yeah I. It words. took me it took me like however long, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm taking Norwich." And you, you want to know the funniest thing too? What? Like they're out of the relegation zone as well. They are. They're currently out of the relegation zone, but every single club in the relegation zone has games has in hand game over them. Has either one, two, or four. So I see Newcastle definitely moving up. I do too. Watford. I don't. I don't see Watford don't. moving up. And then Burnley. I think Burnley's currently at a worse place no, than Norwich no cap is. right now. I could see Everton falling into that. Well, actually, if Newcastle pulls a win against Everton... Yep, I would love nothing more than for the Toffees to drop into the relegation battle. Oh my god, that would be hysterical as a Liverpool You're, fan. That's just hysterical. It, it doesn't matter what kind of fan you are. That That's worse than Arsenal last year. No, it's not. Get your head out of your ass. No, it's not. Uh, Everton has always been a club that wants to be big, but isn't really. Yeah, but if they actually get fully relegated, I mean, if they get relegated, I don't mean if they get into the relegation okay. zone. I mean, okay. they get relegated. Yeah, let, let, let me emphasize the relegation part. We'll, we'll talk about Everton in a little bit because I want to touch on their game. But back to Norwich Watford. So impressive. Impressive. Claudio Ranieri got sacked because of this match. Well, not because of this match. It's because he's got the squad seven points since being appointed in like the beginning of this, not beginning of the season, but like not so far after the season started. So I understand that sacking. Well, actually, I don't necessarily understand that sacking because I feel like management thinks their squad is better than they are. But that's another thing. How beautiful was that Josh Sargent goal, Carl? I described it to you as Ibra and Giroud-esque. Because Ibra, in terms of uh, the crazy, like, the fact that he was standing while doing it, and then yeah. Giroud, because it was the Scorpion. Yeah. But and, like, watching beautiful. that goal, watching that goal, it looks like he basically overran the ball and then went, yeah. oh, shit, I got to kick this. And just beautiful back heel. Beautiful. Bar down. I, I loved it. It was... It was a sexy goal. Yeah, and their entire performance was. So I'm sorry I, for pooping on you so much. E- even I, though their possession doesn't reflect that. Nope. They had a great game. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm not going to keep on hyping up Norwich. I don't know what you guys want me to do. I'm not like, either. I mean, there's not really much to hype up. They're just out of the relegation battle for now. Or not battle, but zone for now, and they won a match 3 nothing. Although I do yeah. have to note that all of their wins this season, they have four of them. They've come in pairs. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll extend because maybe it's two the first time, it's four the next time, eight the next time. We'll, we'll see. No. No. No, I don't see Norwich winning eight in a row. So I, so, I, I definitely am on something. No. Yes, you are. So Leicester Spurs was the most shocking finish of the weekend. 
I, I I think Watford Norwich is up there as one of the most shocking results of the weekend, but I truly Just because believe of the overall score. But I truly believe the most shocking result of this weekend was the fact that Southampton ended Manchester City's win streak. Not their unbeaten run, but their win but the streak. Win streak. Yeah. Southampton. Bro, Southampton built different. The Saints drew Manchester City. Yeah, they um they they brought flashes of um things that I don't like remembering. So also, I, I don't really want to talk about it. Also, Kyle Walker Peters and Amirik Laporte are the goal scorers. We're talking about <laughs> defenders. But uh, I, I, I don't really want to talk about either of these teams because um, they're, they're a little mean to uh, Manchester United. So um, I'm <laughs> stay very quiet. <laughs> want to be happy, Carl? Sure, sure. Um, if we change topics, I would be. Rashford's late winner was beautiful and timely. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I was scrolling through Instagram and the Premier League club who I've talked about before, um, their channel or not channel, I guess their page posted about um, the goal and if Cavani was offsides or not. And a bunch of people were like, you can clearly tell that he's offsides based on the freeze frame right there. And I just simply commented like, people, do you not know how cameras work? Yeah. Like, if somebody's closer to the lens, they're going to look further in front. That's how perspective works. That's why VAR imposes the lines on the pitch. Exactly. I hate to admit that Cavani was onside. Yeah. Because you, because you would hate to admit it. But yes, it's what happens. But Cavani was onside. Yeah. Straight up. Sometimes you got to admit a good play is a good play. Yeah. There really wasn't much else from that match. I mean, I mean, De Gea being De Gea. Yeah, De Gea just being a goat week in and week out now. I, I don't fully understand it. He just decided to rewind the clock a little bit, and um, he's so looking good. like he's like 26. Yep. Um, yep. I just no. want to give a quick little shout-out to uh, Zayic and uh, the win over... Uh, Tottenham. I was gonna Chelsea. get to that, but that that finish was stunning. He, yeah, I just I he just he has to a left a foot. It's not to the same degree, but occasionally it reminds me of Iron Robin. It's like no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just because you know the left foot only in this regard, you know the left foot is coming, and you still can't do anything about it. His his left foot is not as good. I think it's more like Mares, but less attacking. So Mares has the attacking prowess. He yeah, but has Mares, the Mares, passing prowess. Mares can also use his right. Yeah, that is true. What, what I mean about Ziyech is it's not as it's good. Of, it's not as good of a left foot as Iron Robin under any circumstances. But okay. it's the same thing in the sense of you know it's coming, and there's nothing you can do. I, I I'll hear it, but I'll never like it's, just it's the, because it's I, I hold Robin. It's, it's the consistency thing. If he yeah. if he did it all the time, it would be yeah. on the same level. But the yeah. the 
the when he gets the strike, it's that yeah, thing. He, that's that's what it looks like. He has the potential for it. Yeah, but, but do you, it, do you get it, what I mean? Like the way he cuts inside and when he scores those goals, that's what I think of Robin. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying he is Robin because no, he's Robin esque. Yes, he, he, yes, that's what I'm trying to say. He's Robin esque. Yeah. Because thank you. Thank you. Robin is, I hold him on a different standard. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Him, Rebury, uh, Wayne Rooney. There's a couple players in my head that are held to a higher standard. Gareth Bale. I'm I can sorry put, to admit I can it. put I can put Mo's left foot in that category. Oh yes, yes. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't even just saying lefties, but like I know, yeah. but 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 Gareth Bale and Mo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say honestly, what Mo, um, his left foot is better than uh Bale's uh... in terms of in terms of clinicalness. Finesse, maybe. Yeah, finesse. Like I think Bale has more power. Like even yeah, but I wouldn't day. say I wouldn't. Uh, maybe clinical. I don't know. Because I I think it's more unique. I think Bale was able to beat you with pace, a little bit of dribbling, and a lot of power. And he's really capable of getting placement yeah, on the shots. Yeah, I, w- I would say Mo is probably. Per- I think you're right. Uh, Mo is also really good with placement. I think Mo is really really clinical also. I no, just, no, I, I, I'm saying Mo is more clinical. I know, and I'm, Bale. and I'm saying I don't know about that. Damn. Like, I, I'm saying this current. Mo, I think Mo is capable is. of more. But there was something about watching Bale strike a long shot that was just. Oh, the long shots are different. That that's why I'm not saying that. I'm saying like directly in front of net i think mo is able to like do more oh, options in front of in front of net net mo is more play. clinical but bale was more of a long shot taker and a longer shot yeah. scorer they're yeah. just it's kind of hard to compare yeah but what i mean is like when he was in front of net it tended to be because of pacey plays and because of like quick dribbles or you know a beautiful cross from Marcelo with a bicycle kick of the Champions League <laughs> final against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, but I don't get to like freak out like that every single day. So, dude, I was on a plane when he scored that goal, and I like jumped up in my seat, and people looked at me like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, they probably. Uh, nope. What were you gonna? You were gonna nope. say something so wrong. Yep. Where I just uh, so. I'm going to skip over Leeds and Newcastle. Newcastle won at Ellen Road. That was kind of surprising. Um, Wolves beating Brentford, not really that surprising. Leicester Brighton drawing is a typical score. Liverpool beating Palace. So Liverpool beating Palace. The penalty at the end was eh. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. With um, Jota kind of ran into Guaida and drew the penalty. I don't know if I would have given that. It kind of put a little crappy finish on a fantastic match. Um, yeah. Allison was superb in this yeah. match. Superb. I agree with you there. Like, like, un unreal. Yeah, he, he made some saves that were that I was just like, how you do that? 
Currently, this season, I also watch the Prem the most, so I can't like fully say I'm not biased. God damn, the keepers in the Prem this season by far look like the best keepers in the world, in my opinion. Courtois might be better than all of them this year. I just don't watch him that much. That's I why know. I said I know. of the bias. I know. Courtois, I'm just letting you know, Courtois yeah, might I, be better than all of them. I, I need to see because, well, I've seen it in a couple occasions. and Oh, oh my goodness. But the way that De Gea is even playing, like... I just mean as a total league as well, like not even like, uh, I guess sort of top one, but yeah, I need to see more of Courtois and I'm definitely going to be able to, uh, yeah. so I'm yep. really hype Yes, Champions League coming up, Champions League, Champions League. Yep. Yep. Oh, um, ecstatic. so we talked Chelsea, we mentioned Arsenal should have beat Burnley, but they're Arsenal, um. They've yeah, scored, that's why we're just glancing over. They've it. scored more, or they've had more red cards since the new year turned than uh, goals scored. Three red yep. cards to uh, one goal. Very funny. Very Arsenal. Hopefully, they keep it up. Oh, speaking of Arsenal, did you hear the whole thing about how the FA was investigating um, an abnormal amount of betting on a unnamed Arsenal player to get a yellow card in a match? People thought it might have been fixed. Oh, I did not hear about that. To my knowledge, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think the player in question might have been Granite Xhaka. I don't think there's anything fixed about that. I just think it's Granite Xhaka. Yeah. <laughs> like I just think Granite Xhaka threw a bunch of money and then got a yellow. No, no, I just think people came to their senses and were like, we're just going to prop that Granite Xhaka to get a yellow because it's more likely. Maybe. Actually, yeah. There are some realizations like that in betting. Dude, so. dude Granite Xhaka has written... I was going to say wrote, but it's written. Granite Xhaka has written 19 Instagram apologies in five years. Well, yeah, but also, like, if we're talking about throwing prop bets on people like Ramos with red cards... I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Pepe with red cards. Oh my god, that was a very easy prop bet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So last prem game I want to touch on. Yeah, I we have to. And if you're talking about a different one, you're stupid. Well, which one were you going with? Villa Everton? I mean, that's the last game that we need to touch on. We've mentioned all the other ones. Okay, sounds good. So first off. I don't think there is anything Steven Gerrard likes more than going to Goodison Park and creating a bad day for the Toffees. So I love to see that. But the most savage thing about this entire match was who the best player on the pitch was. Oh, yeah. By far. Bar none. But, um... Fuck. Gerrard's looking good. Like, Luca Digne returns to Everton like two weeks after leaving and yeah. just puts on a fucking show. Linick. Linick. <laughs> Bro, and also Gerard. The, the why why you gotta do me like this? Like why why you gotta just show up and do everything for this team? Like they they are coming out. He's getting the most out of his players. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
it it's they're scary. climbing the table. I mean, he's going to be there for a long time, and I think he's going to turn them into what Aston Villa should be. Yeah, because they're a club with a yeah. lot, a lot of history, and he he could he if could they, do they some keep Martinez for a little while if they are able to keep. I mean, Martinez. Ju- I mean, there. Martinez just signed a deal, uh, five year extension. Yeah, I know, but like, still, like in today's age, you never know. That's fair. Um, if they can keep Watkins, if they sign and- Luis Suarez on a free. Yeah, I kept on seeing that, and I'm just, but yeah, spit takes. Um, uh, yep, the prem's exciting right now. It's really, I, really I've, exciting. I've been happy with what I've been seeing. Yeah. All right, sorry, sorry to throw this in, but uh, I beat a kid in fantasy that I always want to really beat in fantasy. So I'm shut really up about fanning. We can talk about it later. Um, (laughs) but I also need to note, I said this to Carl before we started recording, but I think the craziest stat I saw about this game is from 2016 to 2018, Barcelona spent over 200 million euro on Andre (laughs) Gomez, Luca Digne, Felipe Coutinho, and Yeri Mina. And they all played in this match. So, uh, good job, Barca. Also, Richarlson needs to leave. Yeah, but I've thought that for a couple of years now. But now he needs to leave. Like, 100% needs to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I think if Richarlson wasn't there, they would get relegated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So besides stating the obvious, let's uh, state another thing that was obviously going to happen. Martial ended up getting loaned out. And guess where? Sevilla! Yes. I, I think it's great for his career. I think he's going to thrive there. I think it's great for everyone involved. I, I, I love it. I, I'm really hoping he enjoys his time there. I'm actually going to, like keep a couple Sevilla games just to see like if he has like a couple good performances and hopefully I'll be able to see Real swat the living poop out of him but maybe he'll do something cool guess where Sevilla dropped back down into after their Champions League campaign where the competition that they dominate the Europa League oh so uh Martial is winning a trophy most likely more trophies than United's going to win this year. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, the other transfer that we wanted to talk about, um, it's not official yet, but it's looking highly likely. Yes. Pep Guardiola and Manchester City are in very advanced talks to sign Julian Alvarez out of River Plate. He's a yep. 21-year-old striker. He's an Argentinian. It would just be a great move. It would be a great, cheaper alternative to... You know, Erling Holland, Dusan Vlahovic. Kane. Kane. All signs are pointing, apparently, that Holland wants to go to Real Madrid. Yep. Vlahovic apparently wants to go to Juventus, which sucks for Fiorentina. Yeah. But that's really all the major transfer news we have for this week. Uh, the next day we will be recording will be deadline day. So I'm sure we'll have 
way more news. Yeah. Also, I'm really hoping um something happens with Juventus currently because they need to change something up, as we well, all know. Allegri is playing dinosaur ball, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Afcon. I th- yeah, Afcon, and let me just mention this real quick because we aren't doing predictions this week. Um, one forty-six, me, one twenty-four, Brian. Oof, Val's still here, but uh, I had Val's 10 still here. I had about I, I had ten points. Uh, Brian had nine points, and Val had seven. It's not a terrible week. No, it, it, it it's pretty bad considering how many games we were predicting. But no, it's not that bad. Okay, Afcon. so i'm just gonna give a little bit of a recap of the uh the knockout stages so burkina faso eliminates gabon seven six in penalties i mean one one is the final match score but seven six in penalties and burkina faso moves on to face Tunisia, who pulled off probably the upset of the tournament so far by knocking out the Nigeria Golden Eagles. Or Super Eagles, not Golden Eagles. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Um, It's just insane that Nigeria is out of this tournament right now. They are one of the most complete sides. It's weird. Tunisia are a higher FIFA-ranked side than Nigeria. Yeah. But... the FIFA rankings really are confusing because freaking Belgium's still number one. Yeah, Belgium's been number one for how many years now? Four. Five. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, matches on this side of the bracket that have yet to be played are Senegal and Cape Verde. Senegal plays Cape Verde um, the 25th at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And Mali plays... Equatorial Guinea at 2 p.m. Eastern time on January 26th. I'm expecting Senegal to go through and probably Mali to go through. You're missing two games as well. Morocco versus... I I haven't got to the other side of the bracket yet, Carl. Uh, Okay, okay. I just have them in order a day. No, I'm looking at the the actual bracket, so I'm going Uh, side by side. Yeah, so... um, I'm doing this in a weird order right now because there's some news on the last game that I'd like to talk about and go into more extensive detail. So we're going to be talking about Cameroon Comoros last. But um, Gambia defeated Guinea. Yep. 1-0 to move on into the quarterfinals. And so... On January 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern time, Morocco play Mali. Morocco should win that match. I agree. And probably what's going to be the best match of this round on the 26th at 11 Eastern time, the Ivory Coast and Egypt. By far one of the more exciting matches of the tournament, in my opinion. So I'm excited I'll- for that. I want to see what happens in that match. I got to figure out a way to watch that because we don't freaking get B in sports unless you have Dish Network here. I'm going to try Reddit. We'll see if I find anything. That's fair. That's fair. And (laughs) (laughs) the last game I want to talk about for the entire episode and for the AFCON is 
Cameroon Comoros. Cameroon, the host nation, go into this match against Comoros, who really didn't have much business being here in the first place, getting out of their group. Oh, hell no. I mean, so Comoros came out of the group with Morocco, Gabon, and Ghana. So, um, yeah. do we stay understandable as to why we both think that they really had no business, but fantastic for them. Exactly. Now, the craziest part about this match is Comoros brought three goalies to the tournament. Yeah. None of them were available due to either injury or COVID. Guess who started in net, boys and girls? Chakar Alhadhar. He's a right back. And guess what else happened in this match? He made four saves. And he had ten men pretty much the entire game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, this Na- man... Najim had... Abdu got red carded in the seventh minute. Straight red. Straight red. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Impressive performance. I was yep. not expecting this sort of challenge. To Cameroon, but yep. Jesus. At, yep. at any day, you can see anything, and yep. hopefully we see more exciting matches in yep. this AFCON. And then the last thing on AFCON, um, before we go to our little sign-off, before we head out for the week, very sad news coming out of this match in particular. There was a stampede outside of the stadium that left... Six fans dead and another 40-plus injured. So our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody involved. And we're very sorry for those who lost their lives in this tragedy because sports is supposed to be something that everyone can enjoy. And unite people. Bring people together, not bring people apart. And we don't want to see anything like that. We're hoping everybody who is seriously injured makes a full recovery. And we're just hoping that this doesn't happen again. Of course. The, any any sporting event anytime soon. Yeah. We're just hoping that everything stays safe. Everyone. Hope you guys stay safe. Uh, but yeah. I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Uh, yeah, I wanna... we, we do not have predictions this week because yeah. uh, our next Premier League match is February 5th. Which sucks. It do. A lot. Especially it considering do. Man U is on sort of a roll. I know it's not a roll because we got a late winner, but uh, the, the optimist here. Optimist, Carl. Yeah. <sighs> that groan felt personal. Alright. Much love, boys and girls. Peace. We'll catch everybody next week. Adios. Peace. I'm going to do this again because my dumbass didn't play the outro. So <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl gets to be happy next week because he uh, doesn't have to potentially see his team lose. Yeah, because we definitely will. <laughs> so we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace. <laughs>